0: This week's episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Who the F is Snoke Anyway? That's
1: right, and Who the F is Snoke Anyway? Cola! Yeah. Coming to a Wawa near you. We will never know. No, we won't know. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman.
0: And I'm Kristen Kiss, And
1: we're the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called...
0: Prison Prison Dad! Dad. You can go
1: to prisondad.com and check out all sorts of funny things and stuff about our books and our other podcasts.
0: About events that we've been to and exciting events that we might have coming up in the future. Exactly. Um, Character bios, Uh other podcasts. Funny uh, things. Fun pictures of our characters, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots of content.
1: So, um, just the other day... And dogs. Dogs. barking dogs. <laughs> it's been a while since we recorded one of these here.
0: Yeah. Yes. And it's they like are. 11 o'clock at night. Come on. They can hear somebody walking their dog out. Or they the squirrels.
1: Squirrels. Evil squirrels. Chocolate
0: squirrels. <laughs>
1: so, our last podcast was our review of... Star Wars. Of uh, the, last, the Jedi, last Jedi and everything we liked about it, yes. So we we recorded that. You know, we saw the movie at six p.m. It's two and a half hours. It was like nine o'clock. So it was like nine o'clock when we got home. Probably recorded between like nine thirty and ten. Yeah. And then you know we like work the next day. So uh, you know I I went and like uploaded it and then yes. you know went to sleep. And then more and more people started to see the movie and apparently. People don't like
2: it? Apparently people are being crabbers, and it has like a 57% from audience reactions, which is worse than stupid Justice League, which I didn't think even looked worth watching.
1: So it's so weird, because when you read some of these comments, they read like a, like a Trump tweet.
2: Yeah, all the tweets that I read, I didn't understand what people's problems were, because they were just crabbing in general. They didn't call out anything specific. They were just like, this is the worst one. Well, why? So Jeff and I did some combing on the internet and, and we also f- talked to some folks at a Christmas party.
1: We found, um, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there was like 50 tweets that we, over, over 50 tweets that we read. Um, and people, people also like, uh, we feel like the people that were saying that The Force Awakens was too much of a New Hope ripoff was saying this one wasn't enough like Empire.
2: Yeah, you and you here's the thing. No matter how hard you try, you can never please anyone, as I've learned
1: many. You can times please in my people.
0: Life. Well
1: wink wink, nod, suggestive nod. No,
0: there's always gonna be someone that you couldn't please because you got tired or you didn't like it
2: that way. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. You can't I make everybody
0: happy. <laughs>
1: So, you know, so we, we did a lot of research and then we were at um, a holiday party tonight and we were talking to people who saw the movie. And yes. um, we put together and we, you know, and then we researched you know, actual things people didn't like about the movie. And so we can debunk most of them, just about all of them. Yes, we have so, points,
2: we have a counterpoint to all the points.
1: Yes, exactly. So we're just going to go through a list of these points and make our counterpoints. Yes. The first one. Why did Poe and Finn go to Maz Katana for, um...
2: Advice on the Codebreaker that they needed to go on the ship and stop the tracker
1: through Lightspeed. Um, who else would you go to? Finn knows who Maz... Maz knows everyone, and Poe's... Poe knows... I feel like Poe is you know, been around. I feel like it would be except would know who she was.
2: Yeah, I mean, Princess Leia's out of commission. She's sort of in a coma. Han Solo's dead. And Luke Skywalker is hiding somewhere far away. So you gotta go to the next person who is aware of the Force and knows the history. And Han knew Maz really well, so you have to assume so did Princess Leia. Was kind of her second in command until he causes trouble. So why wouldn't he go to somebody who knows everybody when he can't talk to his boss because she's sick? Um, that didn't bother me at all. It did seem a little bit like they were trying to find a reason to put her in the movie, but she didn't yes. really fit in. I, I will did agree feel that with way that. too. Yeah, I thought, but I was glad to see her, and it was kind of cool that she was in the midst of another battle. So you know, Maz is still out there fighting. And she'll probably be in the next movie. Um they just wanted to give her a chance to show up here.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yes. Totally agree with point number one. I thought that was great. Uh right. No big lightsaber duel between two people. Okay, so okay. what lightsaber duels do, did we see? We saw we saw Kylo Ren and Ray take down all the guards. Yes, from the and room. also
2: Snooky Snooks. Yeah, but that wasn't that was really than, a fight. That was, that the, was just like for, goodbye.
1: And then there was like Luke, you know, pretending to fight Kylo Ren. But
2: I didn't realize he was pretending until the end. So to me, that was a lightsaber battle, and I was totally focused on it. It wasn't
1: until Andrew was like, "Yeah, right." He got a. She's like, "He's not there." He got a haircut. He's like, "She, he didn't get a haircut."
2: Yes, yeah, you know, so that's was, that's
1: what that's when I'm like, "Oh, you're right."
2: I was talking to my friend Eric at the Christmas party that we were just at, and he was saying that he read stuff online where if you looked at the sand, like, they made a point of showing that when Kylo was walking, the sand went from white to red, like he scraped his foot. But you couldn't see that happening with Luke. Now, I was so focused on the battle, I didn't notice that, but when he said it, I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's why they showed Kylo Ren's foot moving on the sand. I thought it was to be like a, precursor to show blood but it was to show that he was there and Luke wasn't right and also that like yeah yeah, that his hair was cleaned up and not as gray because that's the last time Kylo saw him that's how he looked
1: that's how he looked in the flashback yeah Yeah. so
2: that totally made sense but I wouldn't have I wouldn't have caught it at the time because I thought he was really there to like fight Kylo um but like I don't know I, I still thought that was a really impactful battle um, you know, Kylo certainly felt, like, thought that he had, had almost won, and then it was like, Luke's not really there, so I thought that was really cool, and, um, I thought it was cool watching Ray fight the guys in the throne room, too. Um, so that, I yeah. mean, it didn't, it didn't bother me, because I think that the conflict was much more interesting, because it was emotional, rather yes. than, um, you know, two characters physically battling you know mm-hmm. which we've seen a lot of already in Star Wars. You know, now we're sort of seeing people struggle with darkness in themselves um and struggle with who they are. Um so that that didn't bother me and I think you still had like the cool epic space battles and
1: yeah, there's plenty of lightsaber action, you know, in in my mind. I think we're going to have a big lightsaber battle between Kylo Ren and Rey in the next movie. Yeah. That's going to span, you know, a long period of time. So I'm not not you know, and plus, Kylo Ren and Ray fought in the last movie. Yeah. You know, Luke and Vader only fought in 5 and 6. You know, Luke didn't even use his lightsaber in 4, except for to, like, turn it on, after he looked directly into it. Yep, whoopsies, Luke.
0: Bad idea.
1: Okay, so another complaint is that Kylo Ren and Ray were, you know, texting, per se, uh, back and forth with this shared connection. Now, obviously... Snooky Snope was not the one that was <laughs> um, creating this other then he claimed he was. Maybe he even just set up the initial bridge between them or wh- whatever, you he know. He might
2: have, but he always is doing stuff to try to manipulate Kylo. So yeah. I think he would make up anything to make him feel like, oh, I didn't do this myself. But Kylo's kind of over it. Um, I think these are two of the most powerful Jedi's we've ever seen, mm-hmm. if not the most. Right, so they're going to be able to do things that we've never seen before, mm-hmm. and they're also right. kind of heartbroken and isolated. Very. They don't have teachers. You know, Kylo had a teacher that he felt rejected him, and so he's been trying almost to teach well, himself. His teacher tried to kill him. Well, almost, but then he relented. Yeah. Um, and then with Ray, she's trying desperately to find a teacher, but she keeps being, you know, rejected because Luke feels that he's a failure and doesn't want to try again. So they're vo- both very vulnerable, lonely, broken hearted people who have an incredible power, each of them do. And I think because of that, they, you know, were able to create this, this connection, this communication, because they're reaching out without even realizing it.
1: I hear you. I thought their connection was great. I thought it built up, it built up, and you know, like we said, um, well, like we said last week, we said, you know, that movie In Your Eyes, the, the, the distance between them, and if you didn't listen to our review, In Your Eyes is a movie about two people who are telepathically linked and they live on opposite sides of the country, and it's interesting to see their relationship grow when they can see and they can hear... Um, you know, the other person. So, you know, before, you know, before they actually meet, you know, so I thought it was just, that was just so interesting in this thing, you know, watching Ray and Kylo Ren's like, you know, you know, like, you know, how are you here at first to like the way she looked at him almost when she showed up on the, um, on Snoke's ship in that little escape pod from the Millennium Falcon, you know, like, yeah. Like, when they saw each other, you know, for the first time, I actually almost expected them to hear, like, feedback kind of thing. You know, like, when you have, like, two two microphones, yeah.
2: But, I mean, I think it's very important that they have a strong connection, um, because it's going to make it even more impactful when they have to continue to fight each other. And it was impactful to see Ray turn away from him and say like, this is not what I wanted. I thought we could work together for a better world and you still want to control and have power. And I'm not doing that. I knew it's exactly,
1: I knew that would happen too. But
2: at the same time, there's still both people who are brokenhearted and vulnerable. They just have two totally different worldviews. Um, and I think that's really strong. I think it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out in the next movie. And it was interesting to watch them, um, play off of each other in this one, Mm -hmm. um, because even though they completely disagree with each other, there's still a very strong connection there, and they're both incredibly powerful, so they have the ability to learn something from each other,
1: you know. So, we can kind of go to two different ones at, at this point, so let's, um, let's... Think here. Let's let's talk about Snoke's death. People have, complain that there's no backstory.
2: Yeah. So, um, I don't care personally because <laughs> I, I don't feel like Palpatine. Like I didn't know everything about his life either. Uh, I didn't know if he was like you know a famous Sith bro or somebody before. So who cares? He's a bad guy who is probably some way, shape, or form a Sith and was trying to, you know, train Kylo to be a Sith too. Obviously had the ability to communicate with Kylo by, you know, using the Force, mm-hmm. which is which is how he helped Rey and Kylo to connect. So we know that's what he was doing when Kylo was being trained. He was messing with his head and taking control over him. Um, I don't care if he wasn't somebody in the past. I think this movie was really about... Trying to show you that you don't necessarily have to come from somebody that was famous or powerful to become powerful yourself to become something you don't have to have a parent who was something to become something yourself and I think that was shown with with Ray, which you know we'll talk about in a little bit that was shown at the end when the little boy who was a slave had a resistance bracelet on yeah. and was showing that he had. The Force. Force
1: sensitive kids, yeah.
2: Um, he came In from slavery. nothing, yeah. And Anakin and his mother were slaves, and you know, I know Palpatine told Anakin that like he was probably the child of Darth Plagueis or whatever, but he, all those Sith guys lie. So th- who knows if that was even true?
1: Oh, it yeah. did. I mean, please, we see that right now with. People in power lying to get what they want. Of you course, know? yeah. I mean, that's, so it's
2: a manipulation and a lie. And who knows? Like, and then why does everybody have to be somebody? Why do they have to be a Skywalker? Why do they have to? You right. Know? So
1: we are. Yeah, yeah. With raised parents, yeah. Why do they have to be? Why does everything have to be the Skywalker bloodline?
2: Right. You so know? you know what? Maybe he is nobody. He's just a man who is like badly hurt. Hey,
1: who's Obi Wan's parents?
2: Well, right, exactly. Nobody. And who's Qui Gon
1: Jinn's parents? You know,
2: Jedi are Were not supposed taken? to have children. Probably. <laughs> they're not supposed to have children. They're supposed to be like monks. Yes, So they're exactly. supposed to be celibate. So most of the people who were Jedi didn't, didn't have, have children. were Jedi and didn't have children. Yes. So, you know, I think... So I it actually makes less.
1: Ray more, you know, accurate. Now, yeah. I really want to call Abrams and be like, all right, you say that we met Ray's parents... Who are they? Is it that woman? You know there's that scene where she's cleaning that junk in the beginning of the movie and she like looks at that woman? Yeah. And like I always felt like she like saw herself in like, you know thirty years. Yeah. You know, when she was sitting there. So maybe maybe that woman's supposed to be your mom or something or
2: a meth head. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> the woman looked like a meth head. Yeah, but what? If, what if Kylo Ren was lying about Ray's parents the whole time?
2: And he could have been. Um, you know, for anybody that missed missed it uh, in the movie, they were they said uh, her parents were nobody. They were just uh, drunks or druggies who um you know sold her for parts. And um, I don't know. I'm okay with that. I really am because I think it's fine with me if she came from nothing and ends up being incredibly powerful in the force. Um, like I said, I think that's where Anakin came from too. And, um, I think it's good to have new blood and I think it totally fits in with, with the Jedi storyline. And it does, you know, it's, it was a little bit weird because we had spent so much time speculating about who our parents were, but I kind of liked it that it was like, they're nobody. Because that was that was a surprise. That was something I didn't
1: We dedicated like a forty minute podcast like six months ago to all to who Ray's parents were And I think
2: it made sense and I thought it was a surprise. So I I like that. That was was cool. cool. I d wouldn't have seen that coming. It's not like Luke I'm your father, it's like your father was nobody. I would be cool. If
1: if we knew Ray's parents or somebody that we knew, like if she was like Ezra's kid or or something like that, I I still think it would have been pretty neat to but I don't I'm not upset. I'm not upset about not knowing whose raised parents are, or Snoke's not having Snoke's backstory at the moment. Which you know, we've been getting little flashbacks in these newer movies. So maybe in Episode Nine, what will happen is we'll get like a, a Kylo Ren flashback to how Snoke reached out to him, and maybe then we'll learn more about Snoke. So I don't think he's like completely, completely. out of the out of the picture, well,
0: right?
2: And at and like, you know, Star Wars definitely allows ghosts to exist and allows flashbacks, so. Yeah, I think that's totally a possibility. I know a lot of people were saying, like, we're going to talk about this in a, in a little bit, too, but um, some of the characters that J.J. had created got marginalized or destroyed. Let's
1: transition this. to that right now. So, sure. So Snoke dies out of nowhere, so we already covered that. Um, Captain Phasma was brought back in a scene where, you know, they they corner everybody in, in the in the room with the, the new technology that's tracking the, the ship through hyperspace, which... I'm totally cool with that. We don't even need to talk about that one. Yeah. It's new technology. It's explained, it, so get over it. Right. So then Captain Phasma fights Finn, and it's pretty epic. Finn has a great... Yeah. Finn had a great, like, you know, just like straight out of any action movie, out of... I really thought of our squirrel cane stories, if you yeah. don't know them. They're uh, about a hurricane of squirrels that attacks downtown Pennsylvania. And uh, the characters, as they're defending, defeating the squirrels, they're they're using a lot of, like action movie catchphrases. Right. And Finn totally, like, he totally did that when he knocked Captain Phasma off the platform. Right. But yeah, I mean, it was really crazy. Like, so here's Captain Phasma who, was, first off, was totally undeveloped in The Force Awakens.
2: Right, and it's like Gwendolyn Christie, and everybody knew that, and that's a big deal, and, you know, she's been on all the interviews, and she's wonderful. But, yeah, they didn't really give her much of a character or much to work with. And in, the, in this one, she's there for a little bit and again, you know, she's, she's even, dead.
1: She's <laughs> even less than The Force Awakens.
2: Right, even less than The Force Awakens. She's there just to fight with Finn, and then she's dead, and she's gone.
1: Yeah, captures him and then fights Finn, and that's it, yeah. And she
2: fell into a fiery death hole. So, yeah, she I'm is not sure coming, not,
1: nope, not, I don't, I do not think she's coming back. Um, I hope BB-9E comes back. Yeah. I went to two stores today to get a BB-9E for my son.
2: Yeah, because he likes the bad guys. Is kind of cute like that, but here's my thing about Captain Phasma. Here's what I think. I was sorry that she didn't get more developed and that we didn't that she wasn't like an interesting character because I love Gwendolyn Christie. But what I think is really cool about Captain Phasma is that's the kind of role that a woman would never have gotten before. That's the kind of like throwaway role that they would have given to a man actor. Um, you know, because that's a great point. because that's how Hollywood always has been. But they let a woman play the character. And she didn't have to be a love interest, and she didn't have to be amazing or brave. She was just a character. And so that, I thought, was kind of cool.
1: I'm with you. I'm with you. You
2: know, she got to be imperfect, not very nice, and die. Okay. I'm kind of okay with that. Okay, It's more roles that women would have normally never gotten.
1: Alright, moving on here, the next one is um, people were complaining that they didn't see the Knights of Ren. The Knights of Crab,
0: crabs, 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 crabs
1: <laughs> The Knights of Ren apparently are um Kylo's school buddies that Luke was training that all right. went to the dark side with him. Now we see them in that you know flashback that like Ray has.
2: Or flash forward. I don't know when that was supposed to be.
1: I feel like it's a flash forward nowadays. Yeah. So we know that they're somewhere and we didn't see them again. For a second, I thought maybe they were part of Snope's, uh royal guard.
2: But then they wouldn't have fought with Kylo, though. Bango, right?
1: bango, yeah. bongo.
2: I don't know where his bros are. I think we're going to see him,
1: but I think we're going to see him in the next
2: movie. Maybe he has them somewhere else, where they're you know taking over other parts of the galaxy. Yeah. Now, now that he's in charge, like mm. that's
1: right, because he's running the show
2: now. Yeah. Which was another thing my friend Eric was saying. Like we've never seen that before because. Because uh, Darth Vader was never the one that was mainly in power. He was always, like, second in command to Palpatine. And you only saw him not be under Palpatine for, like, five minutes before he died. But now you have someone who's healthy and young in the prime of his life, who only has a facial injury. And he dispatched his Sith leader and now is running the show. And he's young and smart and extremely powerful. Whereas, and you know, very tied so, to his
1: emotional decisions.
2: Yeah, so we've never seen that no. before. So that's going to be really cool to see. Like, what what is he going to do? He's like basically a dictator, who's young and healthy, not decrepit and old. So. And
1: also, it seemed like Hux was was um, ranked above him,
2: right? But Hux like totally ca- bowed down to him. Like
1: he got choked, and then he got shoved yeah, over he was like, in, okay, the, uh, in the just sure when they were in the shuttle. You want. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah,
2: Kylo just, like, chucked him.
1: (laughs) Alright, we got a couple more here to talk about. People are grossed out by the blue
0: milk. Come on, on. it had to come from somewhere, guys. Yeah, where'd you think it came from, eh? Yeah, haven't you ever seen a cow get milked? Hey. I mean, okay, it was a big nipple. That was a big nipple. I was like, oh my, blue milk. But, eh, that doesn't bother me. My mom was like... My mom's big into breastfeeding. My Aunt Chris was. My friend Ryan's mom ran the la leche meetings. Like, I'm fine with that. Ryan's mom did? Yeah. I didn't know that. (laughs) Boobs. Boobs really don't bother me. Yeah. It's a very
2: American thing to be, like, freaked out by naked boobs. Yeah,
1: what are you?
0: They're boobs. Guys, it's okay.
1: Maybe blue milk... (laughs) Boobs, that's going to be the next thing on the, the um, those banned words that they gave the CDC, the terrible list of...
0: Yeah, and these are list like, are things like, that we can't talk about anymore. These are actual things! Scientifically proven, clinically tested. No, we don't talk about stuff like that. It's just, if you pray to the man Jesus, and he tells you a magical thing, then that's what you do, and abortion, I don't, oh, don't know.
1: They're all idiots. Pretty much. Alright, so let's see here. <laughs> going down the list. Alright. So we got two more. One is rather lengthy. One uh, I kind of already talked about before. And I'm going to bring it back. And that's the space chase. Uh, out of all the sites we googled, there was only one site that agreed with me that said that the space chase scene was, um, you know, why didn't they just send another ship
2: Jeffrey felt like that he was frustrated because he felt like they should have been able to catch all the rebel ships. Yeah. Jeffrey. Yeah. It didn't bother me because I knew that they couldn't kill all the rebels. Otherwise, the, that would be like the end of the movie. <laughs> She's not wrong. And also, you
0: know, the the Empire always has bad aim. <laughs>
2: That's
1: true.
0: So they got a few. They missed a few. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Well, there's more. There's more detailed, qualm, my qualm about why they couldn't catch I them in, in our other it. podcast. I don't need to say it again. Fine. Fine. Because the other podcast that we did a couple of days ago was like all the things we like about the movie, which was pretty much. But all we time. like all these things. I love debunked, the movie. I feel like we've debunked all these things because of was space chase.
0: Yeah. am still not very happy about the space. space chase. Spaceships. Space Spaceship. Spaceship.
1: Oh, okay, so let's talk about the last one. Okay. Yep. The last problem people have with this movie is why did Luke have to die? Mwah. <laughs> okay, so first off, people are like, well, why didn't he just go to. Why didn't he just go to the planet, you know, himself? Well, did you see where his X Wing was? It was underwater, salt water, okay? There's like. For
0: like a long time. Yeah.
1: There's, like, barnacles and stuff on it.
0: Yeah. There's I mean, no way that any, he like, could,
1: like, lift that thing out of the water. That. Yeah. Nope.
0: Nope. Not, not on that island.
1: Those caretakers, they were only fixing little houses. They weren't... They're not going to fix the ship. Right. You can't pour some blue milk on that ship and make it okay.
0: No.
2: I don't think he ever intended to leave the island again. No. I mean, he even said that. And yeah. so... But he used the rest of his power to appear to Kylo the way that Kylo had last seen him. And he did battle him. I mean, he let Kylo fight him and and spoke to him and, you know, fought with him on an emotional and mental plane to let him know, like, the Jedi were not finished. And, in fact, they had hope again.
1: I um, do like the way he treated Rey. I do like the fact that she just, did, she just showed up and he just threw the lightsaber behind him. You know, yeah,
2: he he didn't want any part of it, and he really tried to fight until Yoda came back and was like, hey, you know, I failed too, and that's okay. Like, that's a part of the lessons that you pass on to your students, that failure is something that happens, and you figure out how to move forward from there, and, you know, she's going to move forward from here, so you got to go help her and teach her anything else that you can. And then when he had done that, he felt like he could be at peace. And he had suffered a long time feeling that he'd failed, you know?
1: We haven't seen the end of him, either. He's definitely going to be... Yeah, I
2: think he'll probably force-ghost it back up. Yeah? Like Yoda did. And we might see Yoda again, too. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like we saw Yoda because Yoda appeared to Luke to talk to him. I don't know if Yoda shows up to Ray. She was like, Ah, green monster! Like, I don't know. Oh, jeez! Alright, so, um... Yeah, so Ray uh, Luke using his like projection, you know, like force like yeah. projection. I, I thought it
2: was cool.
0: And I thought it was like
2: homage to Obi-Wan who had to fight, you know, his yeah. the his student yeah. and he at the he the same way disappeared when Darth Vader, you know, gave him that last blow. He didn't like turn into Obi-Wan chunks. Like he no. just was gone. Mm-hmm. And same thing with Yoda, like when Yoda died, gone. You didn't see him; they just disappeared, mm. so Luke fought the hardest he could. He taught the last lesson he could to Ray and protected her so that she could continue to grow and learn and then he was at peace, and I think he deserved to be at peace, so do i will I miss him? Of course, and I'm sad that Carrie. Can't be around for the next one, too, and I already miss Han. But I don't think these movies are about those people anymore. They're about Kylo That's what and I wanted Rey to say, you're right. I think the, lo- the
1: Skywalker on. bloodline is now gone.
2: Yeah, like, they, they're they about moving on to talk about these new people who are learning the Force and moving into the future and sort of seeing if they can create a balance this time and maybe create peace again for hundreds of years.
1: But probably not, because, let's face it, Disney's going to throw out a new one of these Star Wars movies every year. So it's probably not going to be really any piece.
0: Mm, fine.
1: <laughs> um, yeah. What do you got?
2: I, uh, I still really loved it, and, you know, even the things that people brought up that they thought were problematic were kind of okay with me. And you never know what might show up in the last one. They could go back on some of the things they said. J.J. is apparently supposed to be back working on the last one, and he's already written a script, so, you know, or at least has, like, the large parts of it fleshed out, so there might have been some things that he wanted to do, do with characters that he didn't let Ryan know because he wanted Ryan to do his own thing, and he'll have to find a different way to deal with him in the he third one. He still produced
1: one. the movie, so... Well, yeah, yeah, but I mean,
2: you know, if he, like, if he had something that he had to, wanted to say about Snoke that he was like, you know, this is on me, I'll fix this later, who knows? Or maybe we never find out who Snoke was, and I don't really care. I don't really care. And maybe raised parents were pieces of crap, and that's fine with me, too. Yeah. I hear you. That's all I have to say about that.
1: I hear all the things. Oh, yeah.
2: But I really loved it.
1: I liked it. I can't wait to see it again. Me neither. Probably not until, uh, probably gonna be like a week or two before I can see it again. It'll be a while
2: before I see it
0: again, because I'm going to see my family for the holidays uh,
1: for, yeah like force awakens like when it came out like i saw it like three times within like like, like the first week yeah. it came out you know yeah. <laughs> we're like do we ever go see rogue one a second time I don't not remember. in the theater
2: no. or at least i didn't no
1: i don't think I so i think so but, it was
2: great. I mean, Rogue One's a great movie, and I definitely watched it a couple there's times. There's so much time. more to
1: process with this. There's even yeah, stuff there I really liked is. that, like, when uh, I was uh, editing our pod- our other week's pod. the other, yeah. <laughs> there was even stuff I liked from the movie that I never discussed in the other podcast, and I, I forgot.
2: Right. You know, but Yeah. There's so many cool things that it's probably going to take me a while to unpack, and especially after I see it again. Um, just, so it gave you a lot to think about and I think it moved a lot of things forward and in different directions that I hadn't expected, and that's kind of cool.
1: And my final, final thing is... Jar Jar Binks. No, I'm just kidding. I <laughs> wonder if it's clickbait. Are people saying these terrible things so people would like them or retweet them or give them attention? These are this.
2: Oh my this, God! Yeah, all those age, age that of like tweeted like, oh that was lame. It's just because they want somebody to be like, oh you're interesting. You had a different opinion. And It's like ah bite me. Unless you have unless you have a reason for your opinion, I don't really need to hear your dumb opinion.
1: My opinion is it wasn't like Empire. There's no Tauntauns. Oh. I really want to f a Tauntaun. Right.
2: I mean, all right. we're, we're in note. like the weird world where yeah, garbage is news.
0: Yeah. On that know. note, we we'll hope you have a happy holidays. Yes, have a wonderful Christmas. We'll Sunday, be back. Happy New Year and hot happy holidays, happy Kwanzaa, you we'll know, be, happy Hanukkah. Whatever you celebrate, have a great time. We'll be back right before the new year to give our
1: year end wrap up.
0: Woohoo! And drink all the champagne. Woohoo! Yeah.
1: Alright. May the force be with you. Yep. Always